It's episode 153 of Leading Ladies of Corpus Christi, and it's also my last episode of 2021, and I'm so excited to be with Don Dowell, owner of Twining Tree Farm. I am on the farm. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming out. It's great to have you here. Yes. I mean, you, okay, so you broke the ice, thank goodness, because you reached out about something, and I was like, as a matter of fact, I've been wanting to reach out to you to ask you to be a guest, and you were so gracious and um, willing to be on, and I just really appreciate it. Well, I'm honored that you're here. I really love your podcast, and so it's exciting to me. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Excited. Well, I mean, you've been, I feel as though I've been seeing you all over the place, definitely in 2021. You had uh, an interview with The Bin Magazine last month that was excellent. Yes. And uh, I just feel like things have been rolling for y'all and, uh, I mean, just gaining momentum more and more. And is that how it's felt over the past year? Yes. Um, I think since we started, things have just progressively increased and gotten more. Um, I started making bread during the pandemic, but it wasn't until March or April of this year that I started selling bread like online mm-hmm. like or through Instagram. Um, but it seems like since we opened that floodgate, we had like a decent following before then. Like mm-hmm. people like to see what the chickens were doing and stuff like that. But it's just kind of blown, not blown up, but in our mind, it feels like it's blown up. It's It feels like... Um, there's a lot of people along with our journey, so it's exciting to me. For um, sure. Yeah, no, y'all for me. definitely blown up. Well, <laughs> I didn't get to order my, uh, what was it, olive parmesan sourdough. because sold somebody, Yeah, because it's sold out. What is that? Also, if y'all haven't tried it, try it. Like, if you get an opportunity, please do. Everything on the menu is fantastic that I've tried, and it's pretty I think much you've everything tried almost I've everything. tried. Yeah, and I'm going to start ma- like making the rotations again, but there's yes. some staples. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> uh, how was your day today? Because you're a full-time teacher. Oh, it was good. We're in final exam, so it's that kind of dull part of the semester where everybody's like ready to be done, but mm-hmm. nobody's done yet, and you're stuck in the classroom, and you can't leave, and you're like, there's so many things I need to get done at home. Yes. Um, but the kids are, at this point, a little bit more adjusted to you, so... Things are pretty calm, mm-hmm. just kind of monotonous at this point. I'm counting down the hours until Friday when we can be done. That's when you go on break? Yes. Excellent. And so then we soon. have two weeks off. And so, of course, during that time, I have, I think, two big delivery days because what do I do when I have time off? I bake more bread. <laughs> I know. And, and we are so grateful that that's what you do in your off time. Yes. It makes me very happy. What grade are you teaching? I teach ninth grade, 10th grade, and 12th grade. So I teach a lot. I teach English. And so I've taught ninth grade for since I started teaching. I think this is my eighth year teaching. Wow. Um, And then I've always taught seniors because I teach dual credit English, which is kind of why I moved into high school is I wanted to teach dual credit because I taught at the university for a little bit. Um, when well, I was getting my master's at a Corpus. Really? Yes. So wow. that's where I went to school. And um, so I love teaching dual credit. That's like my my go-to. I teach the others because I, I have to fill my schedule out. Right. Um, but this year they threw in a, a 10th grade English too. So those of you who are teachers know that that means three preps plus all of the other garbage that they throw at you. Oh so my gosh. it's been a crazy semester, but it's like I've learned what to let go of because there's a lot of things you can let go of. I'm like a perfectionist. And Mm -hmm. so I put a hundred percent towards everything, even if like it doesn't 
need it. Um, so it's taught me how to let go of some of those things because this year, especially and last year too, but last year, at least you were at home. So you could like cry in your pajamas. So true. <laughs> but this oh, year gosh. you have to find ways to survive because they crammed us all back in classrooms. And at first there were no masks and there's just a mess. And so yeah. it was just figuring out how am I going to survive like each day? How am I going to get through each week? So it's yeah. been a, it's crazy. Something is something is off in the world of education. Mm -hmm. I think it has been for a long time, but the pandemic, like many things, exposed those cracks. For sure. And so now we're trying to figure out how to fill those cracks. Yeah. And they're big cracks. So, yeah. Well, like you said, I mean, at least it's been brought to light, right? And yes. I so respect people in the teaching profession. Y'all have, I mean, it, it is, everybody knows that y'all deserve so much more than y'all are given. And then for you to mention you know, you're used to teaching your dual credit and then they threw in a 10th grade thing. I have a friend who's a teacher and it's, oh, well, they told me I'm doing this yeah. now kind of thing. Oh, yeah. It's the only job that you sign a contract that says you can't leave mm -hmm. before you even know what you're teaching or in many cases what you're making. Mm -hmm. It's just a, yeah, it's crazy. Well, but they need us and yes. we need jobs. And yes. so it works. No, mad, mad <laughs> respect for teachers. Uh, well, yeah. And so what made you decide to get into teaching in the first place? Well... My degree is in English, so um, those no, also, who can't I love do... that because I re actually wanted to get an English degree, and my parents meant well, but said there's no money in no, that. There is no and, money, uh, but but that but my heart really is in that kind of stuff, like writing and yes. literature and that kind of thing. And so, that's where my heart awesome. was. My parents told me to do what you love, which I sincerely appreciate. Yes. Although if I'd really thought about what I loved then. It would have been baking mm -hmm. and I would have taken a non-academic route. Really? Yes. Wow. But I thought you have to go. Yes. And the, I mean, you can go to college for culinary. Like, I know that. Mm -hmm. But um, that was just, I don't know. That didn't, that wasn't, didn't seem like an option on my table. And now I'm like, why wasn't, like, I'm sure lots of people have those sort of reflective moments where you're like, how did I get here? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, because you and I are the same generation, I yes. think. Maybe like a year separated. You're, we were just like on a path, yes. like going forward, like this is what you do. And then you wake up and you're like, wait. Like, yes. What happened? The, this is what you do. Oh, my God. Like, I'm like, oh, yes. right, oh. right now. But interestingly, you are doing what you love. Yes. And so were you baking on the side like for fun sometimes like how did you know I what would, I mean like how did I would this bake like for family like anytime there were like holidays I liked making cookies during Christmas like I just loved baking and during quarantine I started baking things that I wanted from places that I couldn't go mm -hmm. or that I wasn't going to go mm -hmm. so that's when I like learned how to make chocolate eclairs because I want to eat a chocolate eclair like I'm gonna figure out how to make it so I've always done things like that but this is different I never thought I would have like a well I'd maybe hoped I used to joke and say like what would you do if you could do anything or if you won the lottery and say I'd open a bakery and call it wake and bake like that would be my bakery <laughs> I love it and I would say that like kind of like jokingly but yeah that was obviously coming from a place of like you know but um no I didn't foresee a hobby turning into something that could potentially be something that I stop teaching and go do that mm -hmm. and see what happens because it makes me really happy um, in ways that teaching is great and there's golden, beautiful moments in teaching. 
but the overall sort of every day I just can't like mm-hmm. my perfectionist nature can't function in a system that's just like you could work forever and never get everything done and so um but with baking it's like it's always been like a problem solution kind of thing mm-hmm. like a recipe is a problem okay I'm gonna figure out how to how to do this and then okay what did I do wrong and like that kind of thing so well and you really are I mean I think of sourdough baking as like experimenting like science totally you really are and baking even is a science and Uh, it's made me think more about science and I suck at math and it's made me better at math (laughs) isn't that cool like real world applications are making you better in in subjects that you thought you may not necessarily be good at exactly Um, because not only are you perfecting recipes and that kind of thing but you're also handling you know revenue and like and all this kind of stuff and like pricing and everything and it, it I mean, to me, it's you seem lot. like a natural. I don't feel like a natural. I think everybody has imposter syndrome. Like, I know, I think that's so true. For sure. But so true. Um, I think I'm learning as I go. I'm learning just like when we bought this place. Like, sometimes you just have to jump and you figure things out and you ask questions along the way. Um, like, we just signed up with the Del Mar College Small Business Development Center, mm-hmm. which is an excellent resource if you're starting a business. It's all free. Wow. Um, they help with everything. I mean, I'm just at the tip of the iceberg at this point, but, like, business plan, like, everything. They'll help you with everything. So, what you don't know, you find people who do know, and you yes. ask them for help. And um, I ask my lady friends for advice and help a lot like what do you think of this or is this price reasonable or do you think people would enjoy this and I trust their opinions greatly and I you know survey my husband and I'll maybe survey my parents and (laughs) and stuff like that yes so you know they're going to be straight up with you yes exactly they're honest but super supportive too yeah sounds like you have a really good support group yes I have an excellent support group um I have a lot of cheerleaders, which is very helpful. And also pushers um, that are like, hey, you need to do this. Myra, I'm talking about you. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Myra. (laughs) We all need that friend for sure. Um, That are like, hey, I see you getting comfortable. Maybe you need to Mm -hmm. expand your horizons a little bit. Exactly. And sometimes I'm like, I don't have time for that. And then I'm like, okay, but that's a really good idea. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to put that in my pocket. (laughs) Well, because I feel like you are full of ideas and we're going to get there soon. But like I said, I went through your whole Instagram pretty much and was just looking at the progression of the the farm. Yes. And uh, everything that y'all offer. And it's pretty amazing. And it all seems as though it's happened really organically. But I'm going to back up a little bit. So y'all purchased the farm right before Hurricane Harvey. Yes, like yes. the summer of Harvey. Yeah. Yeah, and then it snowed that year too. <laughs> yeah. Right? The whole the ecosystem year? was out of whack. Oh yes. God. That's why I'm convinced if we ever get hit by a hurricane, it's, it's going to snow. Okay. I'm convinced. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was our first year here. So mm-hmm. we, you know, my husband had this dream of owning land and I've always home is wherever you make it. I could live anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um but I love animals and I love the peace of being outdoors and um, I love camping and so I thought okay this would be a fun adventure and so I started looking for real estate and then we got in touch with a real estate agent and then he started showing us properties and like we weren't like ready to like buy anything (laughs) like we're uh, we were just looking you know but then once we started looking it was like oh but we could maybe do this and then um, if you've tried to buy a house um, it's a mess like student loans and oh. all it's it's really difficult to buy a house yes um 
and thank God for family support. That's the only reason we were able to jump when we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we closed on the land in, I think, July of 2017. Mm-hmm. I think. Yes. Um, and it was a wreck when we got here. Um, there was like old washers and dryers and like it was all overgrown. Like the whole back area was just like dense jungle, um, which now it's like pretty nice. manicured. It's and, like, very nice. There's like. I'm looking at some chickens yes. roosting on the oh, back porch. Oh God, I need to run them off. Dave can run them <laughs> off when he gets back. The stupid chickens are on the porch every night. We don't know why they roost up there, except that like they have a house to like go to. I don't know. Maybe they just want to be close to you. We think it's that it's higher. Mm. So like they're naturally like going to get up there, but it's really annoying because they poop on the porch. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Creatures of habit. I'm anyway. So yeah, it was a mess when we got here. Um, but we always had plans to, our goal was to be sustainable. Like that's what I love that. My husband is a, um, he's not a prepper. We're not preppers. Mm -hmm. He's a, what's the word? Apocalypse, like connoisseur. I don't know how else to describe it. Like you could, you give him, you know, when people are like 10 degrees to Kevin Bacon or whatever the hell that he's like five seconds from apocalypse. Like (laughs) you can mention something and then he's down a rabbit hole of like, Oh, this is going to happen. And this is going to happen. I appreciate people like that. (laughs) And honestly, I wish I had more disposable income because Mm -hmm. I probably would be a prepper. Like like a blast from the past. It makes a lot of sense. Right. Yes. I mean, there's nothing, I don't think you're going to be in worse shape for being prepared for a bad Ex- situation exactly so um, that yeah, was I'm part of our goal is mm-hmm. you know he wants to to be sustainable for when the inevitable collapse of our food system comes and all of those good things because you know? that is so such a terrifying idea <laughs> know, right like really what is. will you do if you uh, okay i mean yes. we have been at, we don't have to go there but See, i am Dave, i am Dave now off on me. <laughs> real real quick <laughs> just let me say we have been not obviously not fully exposed to being without foodstuffs, yes. but in the situation with hurricanes and with freezes, yes. and even during the pandemic when people were buying everything out, yes, what are you gonna do when mm-hmm. that's like a more permanent thing? So, when you I can aware. appreciate this mindset, yes, yeah. So, that is our ultimate goal. And you know, we we got five chickens and a rooster, I don't know. Within the first year of moving here. And it came with a coop. Like, our friend, like, gave us a coop that was built. Like, it's still the tiny little coop that's, like, the rest of the coop is built around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were getting eggs, and that was, like, the most exciting thing ever. Like, we're getting our own eggs, like, from chickens. This is amazing. And I didn't know even where an egg came from before we moved out here. Like, yeah. I thought you had a, a rooster for an egg. I didn't understand, like... I think I also still thought that... <laughs> You don't have to have a rooster for an egg. Hens are, <laughs> Thank you for hens telling are me that. Independent ladies, they can make eggs all on their own. Really? They do not need a rooster. Yeah, they they'll just pump out an egg. It's their natural, amazing doing. The wow. rooster we keep for protection. Okay, that's what give, I was wondering. So what's the purpose of a rooster? He'll give his life for hens. Like mm-hmm. he well. They're supposed to. We've yeah. had some roosters that I think are like, <laughs> later. Girl. It wasn't that serious. Um, yeah, exactly. But um, <laughs> they're protection. They're like sentinels. They'll keep an eye out for stuff that's going on and okay. alert them. They like make little noises and all the hens will run inside the house. So okay, that's why we keep a rooster. Um, some people don't like fertilized eggs, which a chicken's not going to hatch in your, your egg carton because mm-hmm. we gather the eggs every day. You'd have yeah. to leave it under the chicken for weeks 
I'm not sure how many weeks. Okay, a long time. Anyway. Well, no, this is this is all questions that <laughs> that I think people have. And I'm not sure they know the answer because I have to be honest. I, if somebody asked me that up front, I don't think I'd be able to answer. And I try to post stuff like that, like informational kind of things about eggs or feathers or... I really enjoyed the feather post. That kind of stuff because, yeah. like I said, I didn't know any of that. And what amazing, wonderful things of just like one animal. Like we, we just have chickens. We did have some donkeys that were rescues, mm-hmm. but they've since gone to a donkey not sanctuary but pretty much they own a bunch of donkeys well that's nice and so the two of them now have friends because it was just those two and they would they would have a baby um but depending on the sex of the baby you have to separate them and so oh wow yeah it's a whole thing yeah but our neighbors have some baby donkeys of ours i think i saw some yeah i saw some donkeys on the way out here yes and they're miniature donkeys they're really cool we would like to have some again but Mm -hmm. we just felt like they were just, they just seemed kind of lonely. And so we felt like we knew some people that raised miniature donkeys and it helped them out because it like increased their, I don't know, diversity. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I get that. Stuff. Yes. Like yeah. the gene pool. Yeah. I totally so get that. It worked out. Yeah, it did. Uh, so do you think that because you have a history of being an educator is why you would post the educational kind of stuff on yes. Instagram? And that's a big part of what <clears throat> Dave and I want to do is educate provide information and i i always feel like people probably already know some of this well if you do then cool keep Mm -hmm. scrolling that's Mm -hmm. great like that's what i have to tell myself because i'm always thinking about audience which goes back to english stuff yeah um (laughs) truly i feel like my natural inclination is to want to teach people or provide that information if they're interested in it and answer the questions that i know i had before I came out here and we still there's so much to learn and that's the cool thing is that you can kind of or we are learning as you go which leaves room for lots of mistakes but (laughs) but that's part of the learning experience right Uh, I love that you guys aren't afraid to take something on you know what I mean um with uh, and by saying that that you aren't fully prepared necessarily y'all are like you know what we're just gonna do this see how it goes whatever I love that I can be too much like uh, you know what I mean like playing it all out in my head and then I literally do nothing yes and that's me I tend to like I'm the one that's like push putting on the brakes um Dave is much more of a dreamer and like a mover and like let's go kind of thing and so we I think balance each other Mm mm-hmm well with that um because yeah i think sometimes you just have to jump like you i don't think anybody ever feels ready we were talking about children the other day and like oh i'm gonna have kids when i'm ready it's like well, what does that mean exactly. like you're gonna be like 60 like, like, yeah when exactly you're ready. yeah like, you're like when i've literally done everything fun yes and that i I've with no kids become involved. responsible with money and i know how to you know do all these yeah i fixed all my traumas mm-hmm. and, you know like i can raise a child now like, yes that's not the way it works no um, so true and i think you know with the with buying with buying land it was kind of it's like okay let's just do it and then same thing with chickens it's like well we'll figure it out and we'll ask questions and yes we'll learn along the way and instagram is a wonderful community for learning new things like we follow lots of small farms and i follow lots of sourdough people mm-hmm. and like it's amazing social media is evil i know in so many ways but it's also really powerful in those ways yep. because you can learn an immense amount just from somebody's experience um that they're 
presenting or whatever. Yeah. No, I would definitely agree. And I feel like, like you said, it's it's a dual kind of thing yes. with, with social media. But I think when it comes to running businesses, it can be really beneficial if used right. And that's the only business advertising that we do is through Instagram. That's which is amazing. Ama- and then we've done a few markets mm-hmm. here and there. But markets are markets are hard on me because it's like I'm trying to get everything ready yep. for this time and then it's like is everything gonna sell yes and then I'm always like making a plan for if it doesn't sell like how many croutons am I gonna have to make mm-hmm. to make up for this but um <laughs> that's good <laughs> but it or who's getting gifted bread this week yes you know? but so far it's all gone well and we like to go to markets to meet people that we wouldn't meet on social media exactly um and yeah y'all had a big one Last weekend? Yeah, we did the Festive 56. Yeah. Yeah, it was last weekend. And that was awesome. It was out in Robstown, which isn't far from Corpus. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, what, 20 minutes or something. But I was still amazed by how many people were there. Because it was, yes. you know, out in a field. But there were awesome vendors. It was very well organized and awesome vendors there. Like, you could totally do all your Christmas shopping yes. there. Um, and I had to wait a little while to go shop and everything but um yeah we did really well i think we sold out in like two and a half hours you're kidding because it was like a noon to five thing yes so do y'all just pack up and leave or what no i feel like that's (laughs) later take my tent down and go we were like right on the end but no we just um my friend christina helped me out and um we just we put a little sign out that said sold out and with our website and you know talked to people as they came by we still had samples we were oh like, good do you okay. want a sample sorry you can't have any but yes here's a but sample. make sure to get your order in exactly um and then we wandered around we left the sign there um but yeah it was awesome it's always fun to meet i love meeting the other vendors um there's just so many cool people making and doing things in this area it's true it's south like texas is amazing. killing it it's it's awesome i don't yes. know if other places have great markets like this but i'm ours are that awesome. myself i mean i am just so proud of y'all like all of y'all all out of here yes all of y'all doing like the amazing things that y'all are doing uh absolutely just thrilled with you guys not to mention uh and now we're gonna get into all of your ideas because when i first started ordering from you it was purely through Instagram DM. Yes, you had to message me yes. to order bread, which I think probably creeped some people. No, out, but I don't know. Not it's, at all. I think for a for, not creepy for certain ages, I think it's very normal. But yes. for others, it's like, why am I messaging this person and giving them my address to bring me things? See, you know? that did not even cross yeah. my mind even yeah. a little bit. I'm like, fresh sourdough bread? Are you kidding me? Here's my address. Yes. Here's my- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but the the process was really easy, and then you launched the website, which yes. was like brilliant. The yes. website is amazing. Thank you. Yes, well, just because not I love interacting with you, but sometimes I don't want to interact, yes. or it's at a weird time of day. Yes, and I want to be able to order. And then you can go on, and you can yes. do it, and I'm not over here filling out, you know, doing math and sending messages back and forth, and yep. dealing with Venmo and all of these different things. And so, yeah, the website. My goal was to get the website out for the bend article because I was like I can't Mm -hmm. I don't don't know what my DMs are going to look like Mm -hmm. you know Um, and I'm really glad that I did because I know um, that when the bend article came out I was like ooh like all these orders started popping up which makes me do a little dance every time I'm never going to turn that notification off on my phone maybe one day but it just makes me (laughs) I'm like yay there's an order it makes me so happy Um, but yeah so 
I forgot. Yeah. Make well, no, just that the web, the website, yes, the website is just uh, like genius. Yes. Uh, I'm really, really glad you did that because it, it just streamlined everything for you. And also because I'm me being <laughs> the first time I was ordering, I was like, what's the menu? And it's literally on the second slide. And I was like, just kidding. I, I see that it's here. But on the website, it's it's all right. there, like all presented. Like right. it, it just the, the perfect way. I'm t- telling you, user friendliness when it comes to ordering critical. Yes. So thank you. And it, it makes it easier on all ends. And I'm glad I can put all the information there. Yes. Um, and I don't know anything about website design. I used Square. That's what I was going to ask. How did y'all mm-hmm. do it? Because it came out really good. We did Square, which is really I, like the, the card reader okay. people. Um, and that's because we had the card reader. And then they were like, hey, you can have a free website. So we are like, okay. And you can do that's it. That's cool as hell. Like if it says Square, it's free. Mm-hmm. And then you can buy the domain name if you choose to buy the domain name, which we eventually did that yeah um but they make it super easy um i mean it's easy to edit it's easy to design and add pictures to and um i say easy now but it was like again something i didn't know and i was like well i'll figure it out i'll google it i'll and there's tons of message boards about how to do so x true. y and z and um yeah learn as you go but the website has made a big difference um and it makes me happy i sent it to my son and he was like this is awesome mom like this is so cool and i was like wow that's you know because when your kid calls you cool it's like that's a big deal for sure yeah yeah he was being genuine he wasn't doing it like in a like (laughs) patronizing way but i love that yes he's only 11 i make it sound like he's like 25 or something still totally counts mine's four going on 15 and so yes yeah you got to celebrate those wins my friend uh so why sourdough and so if anybody visits your website there actually is a link that says why sourdough but i want to hear it straight from you so i had a brief relationship with sourdough in 2016 because someone shared a starter with me and i made some bread and then it died in the refrigerator and Mm -hmm. um but during quarantine we were talking about like food scarcity and stuff like that like you couldn't find yeast in the store i heard about that can tell him to get hi down. bear i'm being um there's a dog in my face and it's the best <laughs> oh bear um yeah so the food scarcity there wasn't much you couldn't find yeast and there wasn't much flour and i have a really good friend ruthie who lives in florida and she's an incredible baker and she came across this um thing called a quarantine sourdough starter and so like quarantine tiny mm-hmm. and so to feed sourdough, you have to feed equal parts flour and water. And so if you're feeding, you know, 100 grams of sourdough, that's 100 grams of, it's a lot of flour. Yeah. You don't have a lot of flour. Well, this guy came up with the genius idea of just use a tablespoon. Like, just use 10 grams of flour mm-hmm. instead of 100. Mm-hmm. And you can, the process is still the same. And you mix flour and water. And if you leave it and you refresh it every 24 hours, you'll get a sourdough starter. Like, it's magic yeah. from your home. You don't have to do, Wow. you don't have to add applesauce. You don't have to do weird stuff. Like I, This is all brand new information It's just to me. in the air. Like there's wild yeast and you can create your own sourdough starter that way. Or you can, I'll give you some sourdough starter. Um, or you can order <laughs> some online. Like there's lots of different ways. So the fact that you could like make an endless supply of bread seemed like magic to me like without yeast like you don't have to have yeast yes just keep feeding it and it will forever give you bread like it still seems very magical to me it's totally magical um and so 
I went along with her and I was doing it and then I killed my starter because I left it in the oven on accident. I was trying okay. to keep it like at a relatively warm temperature. I didn't have the oven on, but then I preheated the oven and I cooked it. Oh, because I was going to say, so, how do you know when it's alive or how do you know when it's it'll fit? bubble? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It bubbles a lot. <clears throat> so I killed mine. So she sent me hers. She dehydrated hers and sent it through the mail. Wow. And I re, you just add water and mm-hmm. you feed it and it comes back to life. Wow. Which is amazing. Um, and so then I was really afraid to try this recipe because it was out of Cook's Illustrated, which is like, just seems very like out of my league. Um, and so finally I got the courage up and I tried this pan olivain or however you say it in French. I don't know. It's P-A-I-N, which confuses mm-hmm. me. Pen. Okay. Yeah. But it's bread of Levain, like natural uh, sourdough starter. And it turned out kind of flat, but it was bread. And so I just kept trying it and making more and more. And so we all had lots of, we thought it was great. It was good sourdough. I mean, it tasted good, but it wasn't very um, visually pleasing um and then we give it to the neighbors and then my friend mary said she'd take some because she's vegan and so sourdough bread is vegan which is excellent yeah a a lot of items on your menu are vegan yes and sourdough only has flour water salt um and your sourdough starter which the wild yeast um and so i started giving some to her and kept baking and doing more things and i started following lots of people and um, but for me, sourdough, it's better for you. It, it can go on forever is mm-hmm. my first thing. Mm-hmm. It's better for you. It's easier to digest. Um, some people who are gluten intolerant can eat sourdough. Yes. Because of the way that the fermentation breaks down the gluten. Um, and I'm working on incorporating more whole grains and things like that because I know certain types of flour are better for gluten intolerant folks Mm -hmm. and every time I'm at a market there's always half a dozen people that come by and they're like I wish I could eat your bread but I can't I'm gluten intolerant and so I feel terrible um and I tried making a gluten-free sourdough starter but it was just weird Mm -hmm. it was very strange gluten-free flour is just different um but then there's so many things you can do with it you can make anything with sourdough I mean there's the breads you can make but then you can take the starter and you can make pretty much anything that has flour and water in it. You can use your sourdough starter in and wow. it'll just make it that much better. It adds like a depth of flavor and it's not always like sour. It's just something. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it. Um, but like in the lemon cake. Oh my like, God. The lemon cake. It, adds, it adds like an extra, not sour, but I don't know what it is, but it, tastes different than yes tra- a regular exactly because i'm not a lemon dessert person traditionally and this was delicious <laughs> like so so good i just uh and they're small so you can <clears throat> you can just eat a slice no it was gone in thing. two days yeah we made sure to not finish it the first night so it was finished the second <laughs> night but it, it is it is perfect it's like tasty just yes. wow yeah and the only reason i didn't order it for the 1223 drop off is because I wanted to try your cinnamon raisin bread. Oh, yes. Which I'm very excited yes, about. Yes, that one's a good one. Yeah, I can't wait to try that one. That one's one that I listen to, you know, I'll ask people sometimes what they want. And then I have friends that are like, I really want this. And my friend Christina really wanted cinnamon raisin sourdough. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I'm going to figure this out. Um, which again is like a problem solution. Yes. Like, this sounds like fun. I'm going to figure this out. And then 
we experiment and Dave and I get to eat tons of bread, trying bread and it's never bad. It's just there's ways you could improve because bread is never bad, in my opinion. Yeah, it's I like, would agree. Bread is always good. Yes. Bread is always good. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, and so that actually is a perfect segue into my next question, which is how do you guys determine what's going to end up on the menu? And how, yeah, and how do you all come up with y'all's ideas? I think, well, at first I was just kind of because it started like our first menu was just a big sourdough bread and a small sourdough bread yep. and that was it like there was nothing else um and then once I added I just thought well what can I add and I love olives and parmesan me that's too. my favorite loaf <sighs> you sold far. me on that one. yeah that one's a good one and so I thought well I'm gonna learn how to make that so at first it was like what do I want to try out um or what do friends want mm-hmm. like the cinnamon the focaccia I wanted focaccia. <laughs> like, I wanted to eat focaccia. It is good. <laughs> and we ate it w- before reading the directions, and apparently you're supposed to put it in the oven. It's better if you put it in the oven, <laughs> and but I it's didn't good do that. cold, too. It was um, good. But, yeah, I say it's like pizza without the toppings. Exactly. Like, yep. it's, yeah. But, I mean, like, some of the most flavorful crust you've ever, crust, yes. right? Right. That you've ever had. It has all the flavor of, of good pizza but not the all the things on top of it yeah so it's kind of like what do we want to eat and then now I've started asking so like I made a post the other day that was like hey here's some options here's some things I've been playing around with that I would like to offer but I can't put everything on there Mm -hmm. so what do you want and so the other day jalapeno cheddar like blew up (laughs) like everybody wants the jalapeno yes so I started experimenting and now I'm going to try and do a new thing each month because I feel like that'll be fun. Like, oh, what's she going to have next month? And then if people really like something, well, I'll leave it on there. You know, like I think the whole holiday menu is probably staying Mm -hmm. because people like it. And I'm like, I can't take away things like if you're enjoying it, like I don't want to take it away from you. Exactly. Um, And I like the idea of having diversity um, as long as it doesn't kill me, you know. And so far, it's it's good. Like it's it's a. it's sustainable at this point. Um, but yeah, probably can't do too much more without um, busting out of my home kitchen. Because I do mm-hmm. everything in my home kitchen. And you're sitting in my home right now. I do I not have a large it. home. <laughs> it's a small kitchen. But it's good. It works great um, for bread making. But yeah, I bake everything in my home oven. And we got a new fridge recently. So we have extra... <laughs> That's right. Refrigerator space. Yes, that's important. Because sourdough has to go in the refrigerator overnight. Okay. And so you have to have space. And so since April, that space has been our in our family refrigerator, which means when it's bread making time, there can't be anything in the refrigerator. Literally nothing. Everything's like shoved into the like the drawers and everything. Um so yeah, we're making small small moves to be able to make more things. Um because it it excites me like there's there's so many things I want everything to be sourdough based yes that's my that's my goal um there's other goals I have too like I would eventually like to use all Texas flour I think that would and more local yes oh my gosh this is awesome Um, and there's a there's a sourdough well they're not just sourdough they do all kinds of stuff but a bakery out of Dallas that uses Barton Springs Mill Flour. Anyway, so that's something I eventually want to do, too, is work with get local citrus or grow our own citrus or Mm -hmm. find local olive makers or Parmesan makers, you know, man, then we can actually call it local. Yes. Yes. Um, And then we support all of those other pieces, too. So 
that's kind of where my brain is going is like what new things can I create but then also how can I take the things we have and make them more sustainable and more local and something more I mean talk about being proud of something like you're like this is what it's made with I mean I use King Arthur flour which I could work for King Arthur I'm like (laughs) cheerleader for King Arthur flour it's the best flour. It comes out so um, good. Unless you can get locally milled flour. Mm-hmm. And then one day I Googled Texas flour and I came across Barton Springs Mill and they are the only mill in Texas that mills really? flour. Well, because that whole industry just kind of went away when, as, in, as people started just buying big brands. And right, I don't know right, honestly right. all the details of all of that, but yeah, I just know that, that it's sense. something that kind of went by the wayside. Um and so his whole goal is to use Texas producers and support Texas farmers and all of that. So, um, yeah, I think that would be – there's lots of areas that we want to grow and then ways we want to grow outside of bread, too. <laughs> Do <laughs> um, tell. In terms of the farm because, well, we want to eventually – we want to expand our chicken operation. Mm-hmm. That's one thing because we yes, have Yes, I can't wait <laughs> – we have a long list of people who would like farm fresh eggs, which is Definitely. exciting. Um, and during winter, chickens molt and they don't lay as many eggs. Mm-hmm. And so we don't have very many eggs. But mm-hmm. we also want to get goats eventually. We'd like to have um, goat milk for goat cheese, goat butter, all the magical dairy things. Yes. Um, we want to have greenhouses. We've talked about hydroponics. We have some tanks. Um we want to be sustainable for ourselves, but then we want to kind of share the abundance with other people and educate people along the way. Um, share what we're doing with this project or that project or, you know, whatever. But that, <laughs> again, the fact that you're constantly thinking of the next moves, oh, not yes. you know, not, um, not to like the detriment of what's currently going on, but um, you have the big picture in mind right. as well as, you know, staying close to what's happening in real time. Yes. And I think that that's amazing uh, because look what y'all have already created. I mean, do you look back on it and you're just kind of like, here I am. <laughs> yes. And I have a website and yes. I have people selling me out all the time. Yes. And, it's it's crazy to me um, to because th- like with the eggs we had excess eggs and so we had some friends who wanted eggs each week and so okay we're gonna bring you eggs each week um, and then it was like hey do y'all want some bread too and so then it just kind of grew from there but um, what's cool is that the bread is going to enable us to go do these other things because part of moving out here and working full time and being teachers um, is we don't have a lot of time and we don't have a lot of excess income to spend on putting in greenhouses or, you know, all of those things, putting in a road, putting in all of those things. Um, But with bread and moving in that way, we can expand in those other ways and hopefully grow, which we, you know, is exciting. It's like, well, maybe we can, move these plans forward more quickly than we'd hoped because we would love to both not teach of course (laughs) and work full-time out here and we want to we've talked about educational programs we would love to have people out and i have no doubt that would follow um you know teach oh you want to go gather eggs or you want to milk a goat or you want you know all Mm -hmm. of those things but then too sour 
crypto classes. I've had lots of people reach out and ask me if we offer sourdough classes. Really? And I would love to teach a sourdough class. Like, talk about meeting of worlds. Yes. Right? Um, and that mill that I mentioned, I'm like a fangirl, they have a bakery that's attached and she offers sourdough classes. Okay. So like, again, I sort of see people and emulate kind of, wow, of course. Like, look what you're doing and then what, how can we offer that in this area? Because it's not happening here. Mm-mm. There's no one making bread except the German bakery that I know of mm-hmm. in terms of established businesses and corpus in the surrounding right. area. Um, and so I feel like Okay, well, there's there's a market for for that. So I don't know. <laughs> I do because you're absolutely right. I mean, seeing the sourdough being you selling it, I'm like, I didn't know this is what I needed, but I need <laughs> but it I now. Need it. But I'm like, yeah, because uh, you know, before it was just buying bread at H E B. Yes, and I'm like, we we don't that is not on the list anymore. <laughs> we get bread from y'all. Yay. Yes, I mean, it's the best feeling in the world to be like, I'm getting fresh sourdough bread delivered to my house, which. I can't remember if I thanked you. I thanked you off off the recording, but if I haven't thanked you on the recording, I'm do, I'm going to do it. Thank you for delivering the bread. Yes. You have no idea for somebody who's just whatever. I know you're super you super life. busy, but just the fact that you are willing to drop it off yes. means so much to me. It makes me happy when people answer the door. They're always exceptionally, they're either confused. It's a husband who's confused. <laughs> and it's the husband that's confused. It's like, what is this brown bag that's that you're handing hilarious. me? Your wife ordered bread. Drugs. Okay? But yeah, right. I know. I'm like, if we've ever been watched, I know Dave's met, met Natalie in the parking lot at Blunzer Fruit Stand. Oh my giving God. Giving her a brown bag and people are probably like, what are what you doing? What the, what's happening? Yeah. But, um. The, uh, the fact that you are willing to come to my door yes. and bring the bread. It makes me happy to knock on people's doors and give them bread. Um, and I feel like, you know, everybody is very busy. And who doesn't want fresh bread delivered to their door? It's exciting. It's um, the best. And as long as we're able to do that, we will. We've talked about pickup locations and mm-hmm. stuff like that, too. And maybe eventually we'll have to move that way. I understand. Um, I mean, because y'all are... Y'all well, are driving like 45 minutes into town. We split a, del- a couple delivery routes. Like he went in the morning and I went in the afternoon because, yeah, it was, it it's was a lot. lot. It was a lot of stops, yeah, which is a like, blessing. Um, but, it, I mean, it, it, it can be a lot. Yes. And so we like we like that, though. I think people like having it brought to them. It's It's exciting. And when I talk to people, you know, they can't find real bread. Oh, this is real bread, you know. Um, and we were watching... Was I watching? Oh, Succession. Succession. I haven't seen it night. yet. Well, I just started it last okay, night. Okay, I haven't watched the any of it. second episode, but I, one of the sons brings the father a sourdough starter. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> As like a gift. This is good. And um, the guy's like, what the fuck is this goo? Like, what am I going <laughs> to do with this? He's like, you can make bread, you know? Um, but I just... That is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just feel like it's um, it's everywhere. I don't know. But okay, but that's really funny because that's a big show. Everybody's been talking about that show. I don't know what happened in this most recent episode, but something. people I were heard, losing it. I heard something on yeah. NPR, and so I was like, "All right, I guess I should try watching." Yeah, the show. I'm think I'm thinking I need to also. It was pretty good. I'm second episode in, and it's all right. The sourdough starter thing made me laugh. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a little too ooh, close to I home. Uh, speaking of sourdough, guys, so today is the 14th 
And you have a giveaway going on until I the 19th. do. It closes. It's a on, hell of a giveaway. It closes on the 19th. Yeah. So we thought a bread basket would be fun. Um, and so you can, if you win, you get to choose which breads you want. Um, you get to choose three, which is a lot of bread. You could share it. You get three of everything, actually. You get yes, three, three a- loaves of bread, three bags of croutons, and three lemon cakes. So you could keep them all for yourself and celebrate the holidays, or it would be perfect for sharing at the holidays. If you have people over, you've got all of this bread to share. Um, or you can just eat it all yourself. That's all good. Yes. The other thing is you can freeze loaves, too. You can wrap them and you can freeze them. Okay. Um, and then you defrost them and pop them in the oven for a little bit um, to refresh them. So if you did win and you didn't want all that bread all at one time, you could wrap it up and freeze it and come back to it later. Good to know. Um, I know it's the season of giving, but I really want to win. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some competition on there. They're like, good luck to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, typically. I'll share with you. Yes. Typically when people tag me in a giveaway, because cause that's part of the giveaway, right? Is that you, fo- I think it's that you follow right. and that you uh, tag, tag, a, a tag a friend and then share in your stories, I think is an option or something yes. like that. Um, which by the way, if you're not following at Twining Tree Farm on Instagram, follow them and then yes. also participate in this giveaway to win some bread. Yes. But so typically when people tag me, I'm always like, I hope you win. I hope you win. Not this time. <laughs> no, no, I hope I win. Let's I just make that I very clear. Uh, well, I'm, but, a, I'm glad that people are excited about it. It's definitely our, I, last night I was like, wow, people are like really getting into this, yep. but that's exciting to me. I'm, um, I'm glad people are excited about it. And um, who doesn't want to win a bread basket? Exactly. Be a good gift to have. Yeah, this might sound kind of silly, but to me, having fresh made bread from a local maker is a luxury. Yes. Like that is a luxury to have something like that that's not mass produced. It's made, you know, don't get me wrong. There is a place for mass produced goods, but that's why what you do. Is, con- is a luxury like the fact that I can just like slice off with my bread knife yes a homemade you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying like just something about it and I feel like I'm living like my middle earth fantasies <laughs> uh slicing off a piece of sourdough bread and like putting some cheese out like I just love it I'm yes. like there's something about it takes this. you back to the, it's simple yes it's, it's of the old the old times I think that's how the guy in the show described it it's, like it's, it's bread from the old world yes. or something like that but it takes you back it's simple it's it's we're so far removed. And don't get me wrong. I st- we still buy sandwich bread, mm-hmm. like basic white bread. Like Sometimes you're in the mood for it. Sometimes you need just sandwich bread. And sometimes yes. you don't want to eat sourdough. Um, but my mom loves bread. And watching my mom eat my sourdough makes me so happy because she loves good bread. And mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't get good bread unless yep. you make it. Right. Um, at least around here. The other cities, Austin, Houston, they have great bakeries. Um, sourdough included not always solely sourdough Mm -hmm. Um, but some there's one in austin i can't think of it right now but it's all sourdough so other people are are doing it in larger markets and i think corpus and the surrounding area want good bread so i will keep making good bread yes um, and that it is it makes me it makes me happy to share real food with people um and something that I don't know you can't find it everywhere exactly Um, at least not around here you can't (laughs) well not only is it delicious it's also beautiful and so that process is called scoring yes it is called scoring and you use I mean you could just use a razor blade Mm -hmm. um but the the technical term is a lom like a llama but Mm -hmm. a lom 
Um, I thought you were actually putting a lame in, no. in the, the description. because it's, it's spelled, spelled that way, yes. Yeah. Um, but it's pronounced... Yeah, thanks for putting it's pronounced lom. lom. And then Dave likes to make up words that confuse me more. He calls it a lamesh. <laughs> <laughs> Just use the lamesh. Yes, exactly. I'm going to lamesh this loaf. It's a verb, too. Um but yeah, so you, you can use just a razor blade, but the one I use has like a, a wooden housing, it's like a circle, and so that you can hold it without cutting your hand on the razor blade. But you really only need one like major score mm-hmm. um, to let the bread open, um, to bloom. Um, but so everything else is just secondary. Okay. Um, and I know some like bakeries will score based on the type of bread it is, like a certain that design makes sense. is yeah. a certain type, which does it makes a lot of sense. And certain loaves, like the olive loaf, just has a cross on it because you can't make a pretty design when there's olives sticking out of mm-hmm. the bread. <laughs> so really, the only ones I can score are the the plain sourdough. But I have a lot of fun. Um, trying out different designs and I always try to anytime I'm baking I try to make them all different so that everybody gets a different looking loaf of bread if it's wheat stalks or if it's um little vines or I don't know flowers I've tried lots of different things and there's again Instagram people I follow that are incredible I mean the stuff they put out I'm just like how on earth do you if you think my stuff is I do pretty, think your stuff is really pretty you, yes but holy moly I should I should share some stuff just and people get really into colors and shapes like they'll make like a little Yoda out of the bread oh you know? wow like, oh yeah there's well, like I've seen you do world. some cool colors too like you did a loaf for pride yes and, uh, you did the rainbow loaf yes and then you did stuff for um the market yeah we did just like a red and white striped kind of like candy cane but people yeah kept thinking it was sweet which mm-hmm. makes sense like color connotes different I like, do I, I do flavors. make that association yeah. um and I get that the rainbow one didn't and maybe because it's rainbow and yeah. so you know um but yeah the pride loaf was awesome I want to do that again next year because we donated do. our proceeds to the pride center and yeah so it was really cool to that was my first time playing with color um and then it was fun to to make it and it's fun to experiment and try different things. And Absolutely. And then also, I mean, you're giving back to the community, too. It's yes. a win-win. You know what I mean? And that was pretty early. I think that was our second, only our second market. Because um, we've done the People's Market. And we did a little pop-up at Driftwood. And then we did this Festive 56. Oh, and we did the Coastal, what is it, Coastal Creatives? I'm not sure. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I, I didn't get Driftwood. to make it to that one. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Um yeah, I mean, I just y'all's products because I could, I've tried pretty much all of them. <laughs> so amazing! I'm like, we're literally only my kid doesn't really eat bread, so it's just me and my husband. So I'm like, I have to pick and choose. But if I could, I'd order one of everything, Get every, everything, every week. Truly, uh, yeah. So I mean, again, for anybody who's listening who hasn't had an opportunity to try it, please do. Do you think that pop ups are going to be a big part of y'all's lineup next year, or are y'all going to be focused more on just baking at home? And- I like. Making bread to order, mm-hmm. I like. I don't. It creates less anxiety for me. Um, but I also like going to market. So, um, at most, we would probably do one each quarter. Is kind of how I kind of look at it. Because yeah. I, I do feel like this last market we went to, I met a lot of people from. We live out in Mathis, and so people from that live on the lake, people from Cal Island that never met I've mm-hmm. never interacted with they don't go to markets in Corpus you know exactly that's and why so, I love Festive 56 yes. so much and so I feel like 
taking those kinds of opportunities are good because then it's like, hey, more people to introduce to bread. Um, like I met this sweet little British, old little British lady that I ended up meeting at HEB here in Mathis because she wanted bread and we were sold out. Mm-hmm. And so um, anyway, it's just fun to it's fun to meet people at markets and see them get excited about bread because if they if they like <laughs> if they like bread and they know bread then they're excited about real bread and so yes that just makes me very happy it yes. makes me happy that I can make people happy with bread you, you really are so okay I feel like I should know the difference but I don't what's the difference between a bull and a batard yes batard which sounds okay. like a bad word yes um and your phone will probably autocorrect. yes to, yeah um yeah so a bull is and again, I didn't know any of these things. And when I started advertising, I was like, should we call it this? Or should we, you know, like, I don't know. Yes. But I just went with the real names. So Small, bull, I think that was a good move. A bull is around. Um, and we have our full bull, which is, I call it the big mama. Like it's a it big, big loaf of bread. Um, but if you're sharing, that's the way to go. Um, and then we have the batard, which is a smaller loaf. And it's oblong, which mm-hmm. I think is the perfect loaf for toasting or putting on a charcuterie board or um it's it's oblong and so it's easier to cut for toast and stuff like that um so the uh, recipe is the same yes the recipe is the same the weight is the same um it's just that it's shaped differently which comes down to how you shape it into the form (laughs) before you put it in a basket because it goes in a basket and then that goes in the refrigerator overnight and then so that creates the fermentation and it rises slowly and then you can bake it the next day yeah I mean your schedule is tight it's tight yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean because you are teaching all day yes and then you are prepping for the weekend yes because most weekends you are delivering on Sunday yes we try to do three weekends a month um there's usually something going on on a weekend or I give myself a weekend off for good sanity yes um good for you <laughs> Um, but yeah, during the week, I, I don't bake bread unless it's for Natalie at the Ruffian. Yes. She's special. Yes, so she is. She gets bread during the week. Um, but I yes. got a schnecken of the chocolate sourdough Ooh, yes. with one of the pop-ups I went to. I, I just can't made w- me so happy yes. that that was y'all. I can't wait for her to post her January or 2022 menus. Mm-hmm. 2022. I what? know. So soon. <gasps> anyway, but yeah, um. So, yeah, she uses our chocolate sourdough for her schnecken. Um, so I bake for her during the week. But other than that, um, I usually get start getting things ready, like, on Thursday to start making dough and everything for the weekend. Um, and it's a marathon, but I, it's fun. I, I'm glad you're having fun. <laughs> and, I mean, you, you can just tell that y'all are having a blast. And it makes me so happy to see y'all having a good time and just you know, reaping the rewards for, for all your hard work. Thank you. Uh, so for anybody who's never ordered from you guys yes. and are unsure, because the menu is what, like seven items? I think so right now. Yeah, because we have our bread and then we also have our, um, right now our holiday menu has the lemon cake, the focaccia, and the cinnamon raisin mm-hmm. sourdough. Um, and then we have our regular sourdough, our olive and parmesan, and our chocolate 
Yes. I think that's all of them. Yes. Yeah. And then, yeah, so you can get, like, the larger, the, the bull or the batar. Or you can do the demi bull even, too. Right. Um, so, for people who have never ordered, would you, what would you recommend they start Ooh, with? Good question. Oh, you have the croutons, too. Did you yes, say croutons? I did. Okay. I think, maybe. The yeah. croutons are delicious. You don't even have to put them on a salad. Um, just I eat, think that's the only thing I haven't ordered. I'm not to get some. You haven't tried the croutons. I, I wish I had some yet. so I can give you some. Yeah. <laughs> don't think I wasn't looking at them. What did she have? <laughs> I do have some jalapeno cheddar <laughs> if you want to try it. <laughs> I'll cut you some off. I will. I really will. I'm not going to hold you to that. Yes. But if you're, tr- if, if you don't mind, then I yes. I totally will. We still have some. Um, I would say start with like the, like a demi sourdough, either batard or boule. Start with like a small loaf and just try the regular. Um, we do offer a whole wheat flour. Um, which if you like whole wheat, it's good. I personally <laughs> like just the regular. I prefer it's made the regular. With a, made with all-purpose and bread flour, so it's not whole grain. Um, but I am working on like a whole grain sprouted loaf mm-hmm. for for that. Um, but I would say start with, with just the regular loaf. And then if you like olives, go with the olive and Parmesan. Because I think sourdough bread is best like toasted with some butter or some jam on it. Um, but that olive and Parmesan, you don't have to do anything to nope. it. You just eat it like by itself. Um, so I would say start with those. If you like chocolate, you go with the chocolate one. I think it's an, I call it an acquired taste. If, mm-hmm. you, if you're a chocolate lover, there's no sugar in it. Mm-hmm. So it's not sweet at mm-hmm. all. Um, but if you like chocolate, like dark chocolates and things like you would you would probably like that one. But I would say the plain and the olive and parmesan are good places to start. Excellent. I yeah. would totally agree with that. And also if you feel like venturing out too, the lemon yes. cake is the bomb. Yes. I, I my goodness. <laughs> um so so good. Thank uh, you. Yes. Don, thank you so much for having me over. For anybody listening, if you're not following at Twining Tree Farm on Instagram, please do it. From there, there is a link um, to their website, and you can place an order there. There's descriptions and pictures of all of the uh, menu items as well. And uh, Don is super uh, communicative yes. via DM, so if you have any questions or anything like that, um, please get a hold of her. You don't want to miss trying this bread. So good. Thank and, you. And uh, keep an eye out for them at markets um, in the future, as well as the potential for eggs. But don't take my place, because I really <laughs> want to get some eggs. And uh, you guys are just so awesome. Oh, I, I'm uh, in love with what y'all are doing, and I just can't wait to continue to see y'all thrive so thank thank you you so much i really appreciate talking with you and it's been fun and enjoyed having some wine and yes (laughs) it's been fun so thank you thank you